Okay. Hi guys. Welcome back to POV You're My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you don't get paid. Um, so I took a little break. Um, I didn't post a podcast episode last week. Um Again, I recorded something, didn't like it, just, I just wasn't feeling it, like, I really wasn't, and, like, and I've kind of been feeling like, um, I needed, like, a little break from filming the podcast, just because I feel like at a certain point, it gets out of, like, the everyday category, and it more so gets into, like, I'm preaching to you, and I don't like that. Um, that's not really what I, the intention of this is for. I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. I'm essentially telling you about my life and the lessons that I learned within mine. Um, and also like, I feel like my, my life is not that, this is the thing, like there's a lot of stuff that consumes my time in my life, but it's not like socially busy. Like, it's not like. I have like all my friends live in different places um I'm currently getting back into dating so it's like I kind of it's weird because like I've kind of been in isolation I I feel like I've kind of like isolated my energy and like protected my energy but at the same time I feel like I'm about to continue I feel like I'm about I feel like I need to isolate my energy a little bit more not isolate myself a little bit more if that makes sense yeah so I feel like there's a difference between like conserving your physical energy but like in your mental energy and like kind of going into isolation in those ways and I just felt like I needed some space like I really felt like overstimulated like I really felt overstimulated the past couple weeks um I don't know like I'm a very sensitive person and like I'm very touchy and like I don't want to say that like I don't think it's insecurity. I think, like, I was going to say I'm insecure because, like, I think about everything a lot and I'm very conscious of making, like, the wrong decision. But I don't think that that's an insecurity. I don't think that's insecurity. I think that's me being cautious and wanting to consistently make the right decisions. And that's me being controlling. And I have a problem with control and not being in control of my life. Like, that's really one of, like, my biggest issues um, in my existence, you know? Um but (laughs) yeah so I I just felt like super overstimulated and there was a lot that was on my mind and like and I just needed space to figure it out and so which led me to have an emergency therapy session (laughs) I had an emergency therapy session this week with my therapist and I was so happy that I did because she literally went through my little brain and she was like, okay, this thing, let's file it here. And she was like, this thing, let's file it there. Order of importance, alphabetical order. What can we get done now and not tomorrow? What can we hold off until tomorrow? What's really not a priority that in your little funny brain thinks is a priority? So we went and literally did that with everything that was on my mind. With everything that was on my mind. And it was really great because like, I really think like that's what I needed. Um, I hopped off of social media for the past week and honestly, sometimes I have a really hard time like when I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go on like Instagram or Twitter and then the next day I find myself on Instagram or Twitter. I did not go on Instagram or Twitter. Like I went on Instagram once to share somebody's profile with my friend and then I got right back out. Like I did not miss that shit. Like I will be responding to your DMs later. Um, I see like my requests are fucking full. Thank you. But I'm like, I don't. I didn't want to be here. This is not something I entirely enjoy. <laughs> so, so I was like, I just needed some space from it. Um, and also, also there was something else going on that like held a lot of my attention and just like kind of annoyed me a lot. And I was like, I was like, you're just a fucker. Like it was a person. It was a person. They were trying to get under my skin. They were trying to upset me, irritate me, all of that shit. And I was just like, it got to the point where I was like, why are you putting so much energy into me? You don't even like me as a human being. Like you certainly cannot tolerate me. You despise me. Just leave me alone. Like it got to that point. 
And I was just like, I'm not even going to think about this anymore because it just doesn't, it doesn't need to have real estate in my mind. Like one of my friends very wisely told me, she was like, um, that who angers you consumes you. And I was like, this is so true. Like I was getting so angry and I just felt like I was getting lost in myself because I was thinking about somebody else and their intentions and why they were doing the things they were doing. And then I was like, you know what? No, no, no. At the end of the day, it's my fucking life. I get to pick and choose who is in it and who affects me and who I literally pretend is dead. Okay. Like, quite literally, there's so many things that, like, people have done to me that, like, I feel like I've been battling to not, like, consume me. And, like, the only thing that I can make myself do to move on is have your funeral in my head. No shade. No shade. No bad karma. But, like, you've died to me. Like, you're you're fucking dead to me. Like, I have nothing to do with you. I want nothing to do with you. There is no, there is no, uh, how do you say closure? I don't need that shit. I'm gonna have this closure in my fucking head with an imaginary funeral, okay? I've said it before and I'll say it again. The block tool on social media is very powerful. It's very powerful. My shit is long. My block list is long. And it's getting longer. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was so unhinged. <laughs> but my block list is long. And it's getting longer. And, you know, when I blog people, I just, I'm just like, you've died. That's it. That's the pass away. That's you're on a t-shirt with angel wings or climbing up the stairs. That's it. I want nothing to do with you. I need nothing to do with you. You never loved me. You never cared for me. You never had good intentions for me. It's a wrap. This friendship is over. This relationship is over. Let us move on. So that was like something I was going through a lot this week and you know like the reason why I didn't post the last episode of the podcast was because I think like I was talking about letting go and like forgiveness and but I think like it was a fake out like it was a fake out I didn't mean it I wanted to mean it I wanted to mean everything I was saying so bad but I did not mean it and there was an insincerity behind it because it was like I was trying to be the bigger person and trying to be like I wish you the best I wish you all the best but like like no I don't want I don't wish you the best like I'm so sorry like in all honestly I don't wish you the best like I was like, bitch, you can fucking check. You can fucking check, okay? So I was just like not having it vibes. And and at first like I kind of felt like I was losing my fucking mind. And like I would talk to one of my friends about it. And there was my fucking dog. She's pissing me off too today. Um, and at first like I would talk to my friends about it and like they didn't really get it. And it's funny because like finally when I was like, alright, I'm at peace with this, I'm chill. One of my friends sends me a screenshot and she was like, oh my God, this person is actually crazy. And I was like, I tried telling you, but you didn't believe me. You didn't believe me. So, so I've moved on from that. Like I'm over, I'm like, people can do the little things that they want to do, but like, I am consistently going to take the high road. That's just how it is. Like for me anyways, like, I have a really high standard for myself, like, I actually do, like, and I think, like, that's also, like, all the time, like, I can try to talk shit about myself, people can try to talk shit about me, people can say whatever they want, they cannot say that I do not have a high standard for myself, okay, like, from, for everything that I do that involves me, I have an extremely high fucking standard, from the way I look, to the way that I talk, to the way that my fucking, look at this podcast set, you guys, like, really, this is this, this is the existence of a bitch with low standards. Like, let me tell you something. If I had no standards, and I think like that's the funny thing, is like sometimes I forget that like everybody who like listens to the podcast, who reads my TikTok, who goes on my Instagram, like that, they don't actually know me. I constantly forget that they don't know me. Like they don't know me in real life. And like some of you guys like who listen to the podcast, you've gotten it. Like you get it. Like I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to like um, give like my whole life as context. You guys get it. You see it. It snaps. It clicks. It makes sense. The people that my TikTok randomly falls on like their for you page or like whatever, they stumble across it. They don't get it. And like, they'll take the short little clips that I post and they, they take it as a Bible. And 
and the thing that's so funny to me is it's like them constantly thinking that like I'm desperate that I'm in desperate need for a man in relationship and it's like no while I'm desperate for my life to move on for my life to actually like start going I'm not desperate for a relationship I would love one would would not kill for one I was gonna say like would kill would lose a finger no never definitely not um but I want a relationship which is so such a human thing like and you're not gonna shame me for that like oh my god you're just not but that's not the point of this topic the point of it is to say um I can say that but I can also have high fucking standards and I want to iterate that the reason why I'm single is because I have high fucking standards. I refuse to suffer. I refuse to be with a guy that I can hardly tolerate. I refuse to be with a man who does not meet my height requirement. If he has everything else, the height is the first thing that I can go. I can tell you that that right now. But men, if they're ever going to have anything, it's the audacity. So I might as well want a fucking tall man because short or tall, they're both going to have the audacity and they're probably going to be shitheads like do you know how many times this is i'm getting so off topic but do you know how many times i've given a short king a chance and he's turned out to be the biggest fucking dickwad i've ever met and you want to know why you want to know why his insecurity stemmed from his napoleon complex and the same shit fucking goes with the tall ones they know that they're in high demand right now media has made them has put them on a fucking pedestal let me tell you something all I have eyesight to your fucking the back of your knees. I would kick the back of your knees in and now we're at the same height. Now we look at eye to eye. Like it goes two ways. I can make myself look eye to eye with you. I'll step on a stool, bitch. We finna look eye to eye. I can look eye to eye with any man. And what um is not gonna happen is I'm if I'm looking eye to eye with you, you're not finna argue with me. That goes for short and tall. I will make you short. Like that's so off topic, bro. But a lot of people who come who stumble across my tiktok don't understand that the reason why i'm single is because i have fucking standards when i tell you and like you might not believe this which i don't know why probably because you're a teenager but i get approached every day of my life when i leave my house by a man and sometimes not even when i leave my house i've had people come to my house to do maintenance and they're like is your husband around and i'm like um actually he's at work with my mother's engagement ring (laughs) um I get approached every fucking day of my life I could have had a boyfriend a long time ago okay number one I could be getting piped down piped on valentine's day I could I could but you want to know why I'm not because the last man that I was dealing with very much showed me who he was. And when he showed me that shit, I took him at his word. I took him at his actions, actually, because his words said otherwise. But I took him at his fucking actions. I could very well be getting hearts and flowers and breakable chocolates and, and gifts for V-Day. I really could. I could be enjoying that holiday with the rest of you. But I'm not, because I have standards. And because... I believe that I deserve a lot better than what some of these men are fucking offering me. And the truth of it is, I would simply rather be alone than have to put up with that shit. And you better fucking believe, though, while I'm alone and not putting up with some bullshit man, I will complain about my singleness every day as I've gained the right to do. Yeah, if this batch of men are not going to be up to par, I have every right to complain about it as a woman who wants to get married and have children and who has standards. I have every right to complain and bestie, I'm going to complain. Why shouldn't I? I'm going to scream to the, on the top of the mountain until I see some fucking change. Okay. So yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way because like I've been thinking about that a lot. I was like, I've had to ignore my TikTok slightly. Like, I haven't I haven't been on the app. Like, I need you to understand this. I post my TikToks from a Dropbox because if I see a comment that pisses me off, I cannot guarantee that I will not tell that poor soul to fuck off. Literally, the other day I got on TikTok, okay, 
and because I my my messages were full and all my friends were like have you seen this tiktok they sent you have you seen this tiktok they sent you and I'm like no you bitches so I which is so funny because one of my friends has a fashion tiktok and she's starting to like pop off she's going off her name is bones bone as collateral so if you're into fashion follow her tiktok and her youtube okay so she started like getting like some pull you know what i'm saying like she was seeing their numbers and miss girl was like oh my god like i'm kind of flustered like what does your notifications look like and i was like bestie my notifications are at 99 plus every day and constantly swapped with comments and that's why i ignore my tiktok so I've been posting from my Dropbox directly onto TikTok. And the other day I saw a comment where this girl started like basically telling me that like my opinion was stupid and or like it, and it was about like relationships, which is like something that's so personal to people. Like every person is going to feel differently about relationships beside the fact. So she started telling me her opinion or telling her opinion under the comments. And I was like. I'm about to cuss this bitch out. I was like, I don't have the self-control to not cuss her out today. And then as I'm like going to click on it, I refresh, I accidentally refresh my notifications and she had like three more parts to the comment to where she was explaining why the first thing she wrote was something she hated hearing people say because it was very untrue. And I was like, ooh, ooh, let me get out of here. Let me get out of that. So I, I went away and I was like, I'm not, I'm just not gonna engage in here. But, um, but yeah, um, but also recently, like, besides that, back to the standards talk. Cause I feel like we just need to talk about standards, bitches. We really do. Because like, I feel like a lot of us, like, I've, okay, like I get on the internet and I see these girls that are preaching about something and I'm like, Okay, they preach about this, they preach about standards, and then they do the opposite, and they think nobody's going to notice, and I'm like, you're not about that, like, I get it, like, but why don't you frame it as in, like, that's something that you want, like, you're trying to build yourself up to that, like, that you're, that you're, that you're in the process of becoming that girl, why are you framing it as you already are that girl, I get it, we're manifesting, okay, but like, just be honest. And I feel like sometimes like they sell this advice to girls and I'm just like, it's not simple. Like, it's not that simple. You can say all of this and I can have this huge talk about standards and I fuck up tomorrow because I'm a person and I need affection and I need love, which we saw on episode six. Okay. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive myself for this episode, but, um, but yeah. And I feel like we just really need to like, get over that so um so I like regarding my standards I feel like that's something that I've really had to learn and like learn how to apply and I feel like you can set standards but if men are still on a pedestal those standards are not going to intertwine with what you need you're actually not going to be able to fulfill the prophecy of your standards because you still have men on a pedestal and that you're constantly in a battle trying to rationalize their behavior because you simply cannot believe that somebody can be so fucking stupid, unhinged, and anti-emotional. So then the other side of you is like, no bitch, you have standards. You're a person. If you can accomplish this, why can't they? Per right, which is the truth. But it's like when men are still on a pedestal, you're constantly battling between these two things. And I think it takes pushing men, shoving, shoving, I'm fucking, <laughs> shoving them off of the pedestal, <laughs> pushing them fuckers off of the pedestal to really uphold your fucking standards. Like remembering that men are just people. Wow. Mind blown. That really, woo, kill me. So, um, I know, oh my God, I know. See, this is what I said. This is what I said earlier about, um, you know, I can be a person today and fuck up tomorrow. So I downloaded Bumble again, but let me explain myself. Let me fucking explain myself, bitches, before you say getting mad at me. Urf, stop. Okay. Um, I redownloaded Bumble and I like Bumble because I feel like I have a better vetting situation. You know what I'm saying? I like Bumble because like you have to fill shit out. If your profile is blank, left. So I feel like Bumble allows me to like vet better, but I don't like Bumble because why do I have to make the first move? Like that's so feminist my ass. Like you sold a fake dream. Shut the fuck up. Men are already lazy as it is. And why do I have to court men? 
mm, don't like it don't like it at all so I redownloaded Bumble and like I got a couple it wasn't going well I'm just gonna put that out there first okay it wasn't going well and like every guy that like I thought was cute did not match with me and I was like what the fuck is going on like I'm not ugly like what's happening what's the tea so then I they offered me 50% off per let's go bitches they offered me 50% off a premium so I'm gonna get this shit so I got premium they were paywalling me they were paywalling me and also what I want to fucking put out there is that if you ever think that you are not your type's type you're lying. You're literally lying. I was beginning to wonder, I was like, why is it like, why am I, why am I only matching with these dusties? Why? No, babe. No. I paid for that fucking premium and that paywall went down and I could see who'd match with me. What I wanted left and right. Okay. Like from the, I know we're not supposed to like talk to whatever anyways from the education to the job to the height to everything and I was like so you bitches was fucking paywalling me but like why would you paywall me because then I'm gonna be like this app sucks I'm just not gonna use the app like I don't know that I have to pay to see the good shit like you know what I'm saying so so I paid for Bumble Premium and when I tell you like every man that I saw I was like oh my god like you're my (laughs) you're the man I want um I just remembered something that I wanted to talk to y'all about, and I started giggling. Um, oh, oh. So I was like, you're every man that I want. I was like, oh my God, you guys are fine. You guys are hot. You got this a litty. So I got into a conversation like with like two guys, right? And one of them was like really cute. Like, it was so weird. Like, in his first picture, he was giving Caucasian. And then in his second picture, he was giving Black. And then in his last picture, he was giving Bad Bunny. And I was like, what is going on here? I was like, what is happening? So then I realized, like, he was Hispanic. So I was like, okay, per, let's go. So he and I got to talking. And, like, and we were having a great conversation. Shit was going great. Like, shit was really cool. And we had, like, a little FaceTime date. It was cute, whatever. And then he, like, wasn't very responsive. And, like, this is my thing. It wasn't that he wasn't responsive. I felt like I can entertain myself all day long. I really can, as you've picked up by now. I can entertain myself all day long. But if I'm talking to somebody, I want them to entertain me as well. I don't want to be entertaining for the both of us. He very much was, like, enjoying listening to me talk and, like, enjoying my virtual company. But I'm like, this is not YouTube. Engage. Like, I didn't like that. So that ended. And I was like, all right, that's not happening again. I'm never texting you. I'm actually unmatching you. And, um, and one of my friends was like, she was like, um, she was like, what if he's shy? And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) I'm like, I don't care because like, I don't want to be with a shy guy. Like I don't. So like, that's something on my list. Outgoing, spontaneous, fun. He might be like that if he loosens up, but like, as of right now, it's not giving. And also like, if I put you against my, what I want, you don't fit there. So why must I continue? And I was like, and she was like, well, I feel like she didn't say that, but like, I could tell like she thought that like, it was very harsh, but I also think like I am perpetually single. I've always been single, just a single girl, you know, just living life. And I feel like what's really always fucked me up emotionally has been really giving men a lot of the benefit of the doubt. One, I'm attracting the wrong kind of people into my life based on my attitude and what I was putting out. So I was attracting them into my life and then paired that with my insecurities and with my low standards and my, and my previous real, like, you know, very deep emotional need for love that I just did not have a grip on baby. Um, that I didn't have a grip on. You pair all of that. It was me making excuses for men left and right, left and right, having them fuckers on a pedestal constantly, 
upholding them to a different standard at which I uphold myself and even my friends. Like, the standard for them was so fucking low. The bar was literally in hell. And they were on earth. And it was still too hard for them to walk around. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, like, so seeing that, I'm like, I need to be picky. There's a reason why you look at like people who are in good relationships they'll sing they're pretty single for a while or they're pretty private with whatever they're going through but i feel like if you don't learn from your mistakes you're just going to keep making the same mistakes again and why should i not try being being different in that way like why should i not try being extremely strict with my standards it the opposite of it hasn't worked before you know people can come along and be like well, what if you meet a really nice guy and he doesn't fit in those standards? Well, you know what? Fuck it, Betty. I should have met him before. I upraise, I raise my fucking standards. Because if that's the fucking case, then I guess I'll just be alone forever. Because why am I going to keep making the same mistake time and time again in the hopes that people will act different when i can't control how people act i can only control how i act and what i do why would i not change my 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 experiment to see if the result is different so that's what i'm fucking doing so um i had that virtual date and i was like okay pass pass on you and then i had a, another date well, I wasn't, like, thoroughly, like, planned. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was very loose. Like, we should do something. And then I went on his Instagram. I don't know why, but there is, like, maybe because I'm mentally young. But, like, some people my age, they Instagram and tweet like they're senior citizens. Like, they're geriatric they why are you as a millennial using graphic font in your captions so that kind of i was like are you lying about your age (laughs) like genuinely are you lying about your age um and then i was like looking through his stuff his pictures and I noticed a trend because he was Caucasian and I noticed like he was Caucasian but like very tapped in and when I say tapped in I don't mean that genuinely I mean like he was tapped in to black culture I don't mean that from a genuine place I don't mean that I mean he it felt disingenuous does that make sense So, or he was trying to be tapped in. Like, he was a little too on the beat, if you get what I'm saying. Like, it didn't come naturally. That's what I got. I don't know the truth of that. I don't know this man. This is, I'm giving y'all a dissection of an Instagram page. You understand? So, I was like, as as a black girl, I was slightly uncomfortable. So, I was just like, "Mm, okay. And then I was looking through his pictures. And, like, he would post memes and, like, videos and stuff, which... We're not going to talk about that, but I noticed a theme that all of the memes, like all of the reaction gifts he would use were like somebody throwing a shoe at a woman, um, a woman getting mollywopped, a woman getting tripped, a black woman at that. And I was like, it's very much giving violence against women. Maybe that, that might not be you. That might not be him per stop it. That might not be him, but I was just like, I'm not getting good vibes here. So we followed each other on Instagram and then like he liked a couple of my pictures and I was like, that will not be reciprocated. And then I deleted the app. So I don't know what's, if he made a move or anything, I wouldn't know. Um, so, but like, I was like, all right, am I going to keep trying this on Bumble? And I'm like, I don't think I can take this as seriously as I want to. (laughs) I just don't think I can. I really don't think I fucking can. Um, so I was like, all right, well, you know, men are now content. So this is a nice piece of content to share with the girlies. But um, but the thing that I was laughing at earlier was, so this is the thing, right? 
so like I have my time and I, y'all are going to judge me and you better not, you better not judge me for what I'm about to say. If you judge me, if you fucking judge me, bitches, like you're just not like, don't even start with me right now. Like I want you to literally be quiet. Okay. Um, I don't know if y'all, oh my God, like I already know y'all bitches are going to, y'all going to have something to say. Okay. Hurt. we're just gonna spit it out okay um have y'all been i don't know if y'all been watching the bachelor but i have which is my first time watching the bachelor um and my my best girlfriend dragged me into this bachelor life she dragged me into bachelor nation she like i think was it last season last season did she want me to watch i feel like she asked me to watch it like a couple seasons ago and i was like babes like that's not me that's not me love like i'm a girl who watches love island like i love love island give me a desperate housewives sorry not desperate housewives a housewives of whatever situation housewives of atlanta housewives of new york like i love that like you know what i'm saying like i like a bit of trashy tv um bachelor however i've just never been one i've just never been one to fight for the attention of a man i would be so humiliated (laughs) if i was on the bachelor bro i would be cringing left and right i would literally be cringing if i was on the bachelor dude i would literally every time that i would have to go and and like oh i'm cringing just thinking about it and like fight for his attention where's where's the where's the glock rock where's the glock because i could not i could not do it like every time i'm watching it and like they were the last episode we watched they were playing football for his lab uh, I, i'm like uh, uh, like I could gag like I'm so sorry like I'm so disturbed by it but also it's so entertaining but also like I have my favorites like you know what I'm saying like I have girlies that I want him to fall in love with but the thought of me fighting for a man's attention I could never could never I would literally rather die okay and like I think that's why I love Love Island because like Love Island is about like individual couples and like it's actually it's like a society It is like a society. Look at what happens. To the, we're not going to get into it, but look at what happens to the dark-skinned black girl every fucking season. If that is not a representation, I have someone spit in my mouth on them. Look at what happens to the dark-skinned black girl every season on Love Island. If that's not a representation of society, if it's not a representation of society, I don't know what is, Okay. So I love Love Island because it's like a life. It's like a society. Everybody is not fighting for the attention of one person. Unless you're Tommy. (laughs) That one season, the bitches were at it. Um, And to be honest, I probably would have been, I would have been looking on the side, but I'm like, he's not. I could not. I could never, you know? Um, But anyways, so the the reason why my friend told me to watch... um, the bachelor this year or this season whatever she was like that guy is just your type and i was like no he's not i was like you don't know what my type is bitch you don't know what my type is girl why i put it on the very first episode i was like he is he's my type and i'm embarrassed and the funniest thing was she was like he's not my type in theory i have a history of a lineage of dudes that look like that, uh, that look like Clayton. Colton? Clayton? Is his name Clayton? So, he's so funny, y'all. <laughs> this came up with my thing. But I have a history of men who look like Clayton. And, you know, like, the, 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 oh my god, the progression of the apes, the, the, the evolution picture, uh, the Charles Darwin evolution of apes picture, bitch (laughs) i swear every man every white man obviously that i've honestly a couple it's been a ooh, even the fucking some of the colored ones look like him too i'm embarrassed this is embarrassing um if you lined up most of the men that i've been with at the end of the evolutionary chart is clayton and they all lined somewhere at there. And then at the beginning, who would be at the beginning? I can't think of a celebrity who would be, oh my God, Travis Kelsey. <gasps> but this is just the Caucasians. 
Oh my God, this is horrifying. So at the end of my evolutionary chart is Travis Kelsey. And then at the, wait, at the beginning of my evolutionary chart is Travis Kelsey. And then at the end of my evolution, I can't talk, at the evolutionary chart is Clayton Eckhart. Oh my God, divine. This is disgusting and I'm ashamed of you. Okay. But this is just the Caucasians. I need to keep reiterating that. So y'all don't think that I've only dated white men in my life because I haven't. Okay. I feel like full well I can't oh my god then I'd have to go through the whole race of everybody that I've ever dated and line them up this is we're talking about the fucking bachelor we're just talking about the bachelor so anyways so she was like you would love him girl we've been watching this show we've been watching this show for a minute and I'm just gonna say it Clayton is a hoe he's a hoe and like every season every episode he kisses like every girl and I'm like are you not afraid of getting mono like, every time I see him kiss somebody, I'm like, he's gonna get mono. Like, he's gonna get mono. Like, I'm so sorry. And he's literally, like, such a slut. But also, like, I feel like he's also, I don't know, like, I feel like sometimes he's uncomfortable when the girls are kissing him. But, like, it, how do you fucking reject somebody kissing you on national television when you're supposed to be getting to know every girl? Like, it's very clear that sometimes, like, he's uncomfy. But then it's like, are you really uncomfy? Because you look horny. You look horny. Like, my friend that I've been watching with, her name is Lindsay. Lindsay calls him the town bicycle. Because <laughs> everybody gets to ride. I love that. I love that. We're not slut-shaming, though. Like, can you slut-shame a man? Uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Can men be slut shamed? Mm, I don't know. We live in a patriarchy. Maybe not. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, so she goes on the town bicycle, and like we went from throwing tomatoes because like we text and we're watching. We went from throwing tomatoes, bitch. I'm throwing rats now. I'm throwing bricks. We throwing bell peppers. We throwing bicycles because it's like, damn, how many bitches can you kiss in one episode? But as I'm judging him though, you know what I'm saying. If I was ever, bitch, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. If I was ever on a bachelorette, if I was ever the bachelorette, I'm so sorry. Two, either two things would happen. <laughs> two things would happen. There was one season where this woman, this unhinged woman, I forget her fucking name, bro. What's her name? Hold on. Oh my God, Claire. Claire. Okay, this unhinged bitch named Claire. That was, I started watching that season. I didn't finish it. How, how could you finish it? They had to fucking replace The Bachelorette, okay? Two things would happen if I was on The Bachelorette. If I was The Bachelorette, okay? One, I would pull a Claire. And if you don't know what Claire did, basically she saw Dale, who was like 6'6", light-skinned with blue eyes and beautiful curly hair. That man is fucking beautiful. And she was like, fuck everybody else. I don't care. I don't need to play this game. I am in love with him. I'm in love. And nobody can tell me different. I'm in love. And she literally could not take anything else serious because she had her eyes on Dale. She had her eyes on the prize. So I would either fall in love in two minutes or I would be, I'm so sorry, everybody would get to the fantasy suite. I ain't gonna lie. If you give me my pickings, if you give me a charcuterie board of men, I cannot promise I will act like a lady. You know what I'm saying? I would try to be discreet, but I would, I would, I feel like I'd be a whole. I can't lie to myself. I feel like there's potential for divine to become, who would be the town bicycle rider? Like, that's embarrassing. Can this fucking thing go by? Like, damn, why you, why you always want to interrupt me when I'm making a good joke and then I'm going to have to check what I'm saying? Oh my God. If you put me in a fucking California, oh my God, hold on. Let's set the scene, bitch. Let us set the scene. Divine and 27 lovers on the scene. Is that what she said? Okay, let's set the scene. Divine, me, my ass, okay? Knowing that at the end of this situation, I get an engagement ring, okay? In a Tuscan style mansion in the hills of California with how many men is it 30 
okay, I'm not that much of a hoe, but like if there, I probably would have like my top three and I'd be like, fellas, let's sit down. Have you all ever thought about reverse polygamy? Is that what it's called? When you got more than one spouse? Mm, I'm kidding. I would never do that. But I probably would be on some bullshit. Because, like, watching these, um, watching the, the, what is it called? The previews. Apparently, Clayton sleeps with, like, three girls. Drama. I, I can't say I wouldn't do the same. And you best believe I'd leave with a ring on my finger. Right. You have your fun and then you sit down and you get committed. Who says you can't do it all within eight weeks? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, if I was on The Bachelor, I would be acting up. I really would be acting up. Or The Bachelorettes, I'd be acting up. If I was on The Bachelor, absolutely not. I would, no, bitch. We're not, no, no. Uh, you want me to fight for the attention of a man? No, those are my nails, by the way. Did I even finish the emergency therapy session story? I don't know. But anyways, my therapist helped me get my life back on track. And going back to what I had said about like blocking people and all that, I don't, I'm not a person that believes in closure. I'm just not. Um, because I feel like a lot of people don't deserve closure. I think a lot of people actually deserve to wonder what the fuck they did wrong for the rest of their life. Because if you do not have the ability, if you do not have the, um, self-awareness to realize that you were literally an awful person, why is it my job to tell you? I know, like, as a good person, I should tell you, but it's also, like, I'm not your teacher. Like, you have the resources of watching everybody else in the world and deciphering when somebody's being an asshole. If you cannot recognize those behaviors in yourself, I don't really think it's my job to, like, tell you. It's not my job. It's, it is a, it is a, it is a, a gift, a pity that I can spare you, but... I'm just not, or for some people, I'm just not like, if I see somebody like they really didn't mean it. Yeah, I would. But like, if I see like an angry vein in you, we're not doing that. And one of the things that like I was thinking about this week was how there's a podcaster influencer. I don't know, like her whole background and I actually tried to figure it out, but her name is Tinks and she had a TikTok that she did on the fatal friend flaw. And she put it in a really great way. She was like, if you have a friend, and I'm going to use my myself as an example, right? So if you're friends with me, and let's say I am a, I don't know, I got sticky fingers, okay? Let's say I have sticky fingers. I, I'm a klepto. I'm not, but that's all I could think about. That's like not super offensive to myself or anybody that I know personally, per. Um, so like you're friends with me and I'm a klepto and everywhere I go, I take something that is my fatal friend flaw. That's the flaw that is very apparent in my personality. And you then would have to decide, is that something I can look over and not think about? And it doesn't piss me off to the point where I can't stop telling everybody about how divine has sticky fingers or or is it something that I literally can't let go of? That every time somebody brings up Divine, I have to talk about how she has sticky fingers. Like, is that something that I can do? And she was like, if it's something that you can't do, if you can't let go of their fatal friend flaw, then you have to sever ties with them. You have to end the friendship. And essentially, the way you do that is not going and saying what she said she was like you don't go up to somebody and say this is your fatal friend flaw and this is why we're not friends anymore she didn't say that she was like you don't do that you essentially just start separating yourself from them um you you know how to do that do I have to explain you start separating yourself from them you do other things besides hang out with them and and I had, like, that happen to me, and I realized, like, because the thing was, like, I realized that I was spending a lot of time with some people that I really didn't like, 
that they would say things that was just like clear projecting of their insecurities onto me and they high key just expected me to laugh it off the amount of times that like they would apologize for stuff like that and be like oh it's a joke it's a joke it's never actually a joke because who laughed if that thing you said was so funny we both would have been in stitches I'm not bitch in fact I'm quite irritated so it's like who was that a joke for like and they would say that a lot and I just was like I'm over this like I don't actually think you like me um I think you you maybe like the idea of me and like there's something about me that you like but I don't think like you like me enough to not hurt my feelings every fucking time I talk to you and I have to respect myself more than that okay so this week I actually ended up spending time with my stomach is grumbling no I actually did end up spending time with people that I liked and I was just really happy about it um it was a really nice feeling like I one of my high school friends had a baby so I went oh my god I went to visit this baby and oh my god I I don't know, maybe it's because, like, her, the baby, her mom is my friend that I've known for a really long time. Maybe that's why. Because I felt so connected to this child. Like, I literally was like, me and you, we friends, okay? Like, we're best friends, bitch, okay? Like, and you need to know that right now. Like, this is the pact. As opposed to, like, when I go to Father Gathering, a family gathering, and somebody just hands me their baby. And I'm like, whose thing is this? I'm like, who do you belong to? Like, I'm looking at it all suspicious. I'm like, okay, I don't know her. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> and I found that so strange. But, but yeah, like, this baby is so fucking fat, bro. Like, I keep thinking about how fat she is. Like, and the thing is, like, she's really, like, she's catfishing. Because she looks fat, and then you pick her up, and she's, like, as light as a feather. But, yeah, so, like, this week was really nice because I got to spend it doing things that I wanted to do and seeing people I wanted to see and spending time with people I wanted to spend time with. And I feel like that's that's such a, that's the powerful thing about having agency over yourself. You don't really feel like you owe your time or your effort or your love to anybody. And I think, like, this whole journey at the end of the day is really about having agency over yourself and being the person you want to be and when you think about it like being that girl has a lot of different meanings to everybody but I think the thing that we actually love when we see girls that we claim that they are that girl what we actually love is their confidence what we love about them is their agency that they have over themselves they wake up and drink a green juice because they want to not because somebody made them not because they felt like they had to they go to the gym because they want to not because somebody made them not because somebody had like told them they had to um they have an agency over themselves and and they could be doing anything and we would be like oh that's what that girl does she's the it girl that's what the it girl does it's like no she could be taking a shit and you would say the same thing because she's doing it with confidence because she has fucking confidence like i think a lot of the time like you know, we can try to bend and break ourselves into the person, into the version of who we want to be. But for as long as we don't have agency, for as long as we still have men on a pedestal, for as long as we're putting up with friendships we don't need to put up with, for as long as, you know, we're not giving ourselves the credit that we deserve, we're not going after that job that we want, but we don't think we're good enough, we're not asking for a raise we're not we're not putting ourselves in the spaces we deserve to be in because we don't think we deserve to be in them I think for as long as we're doing that we're not that girl because we don't have the confidence we don't have the agency and I think you can be that girl no matter like what shape size you know color whatever you are because I think what it really is is having confidence and I think, like, that's something that took me a while to get to. But I think it all goes in line. I think, like, once you have confidence, like, you want to do more things. You want to apply yourself. You want to better yourself, whether that's, like, your health or your life, or like, your relationships, your work. When you get confidence, you want more. 
you want to be your best self and I think you keep trimming at the fat metaphorically because some of y'all hate these sayings I think you start trimming at the fat to get to the meat and to get to who you are at your core and your agency um but yeah so I had a great week all of that is to say I had a beautiful week I had an awesome week um we overcame a lot yeah we're a bad bitch. We're a bad bitch on multiple occasions. And we didn't cry once. Per Yeah. That's a really big deal for me. Because I cry like all the time. So. Um, I didn't cry. And you know a couple times like I wished I had somebody to hug. But you know that's cool. I could have somebody to hug. Per, But I don't want them. So. Um, therefore I have nobody to hug. Um. I'm literally, you know how you have to see this? I need you all, the next time a single woman complains about being single, I need you all to think of when Beyonce was yelling at everybody in that one documentary, and she was like, we're not leaving here until it's perfect. I'm not leaving here with you until it's perfect, until it's what I want, until it's the person I want. Like, I'm not settling. I'm not single because I have no choices. I have choices. But you know what? They're the wrong fucking choice. So why the fuck would I do that? Beyonce could have left that rehearsal, but nobody knew they damn choreography. Y'all ain't getting onto her about that. So why y'all get onto me about it, okay? So anyways, per that's all I had to say. So that's the end of this podcast episode. It was a good one, I think. I think it was very calm, nice and fun. Um, If you like listening to this podcast, share it with a friend. Share it with your mom. Share it with your dad. Share it with your boyfriend if he needs to get the fucking hint. Um, uh, Share it with your nana. Share it with your sister. Uh, share it with your dog if they have a phone and can count as a stream. Um, um, but yeah, so if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. If you're listening on Spotify, leave a rating. You can't leave a review. Um, on YouTube, like and subscribe. And also if you're listening on Spotify, also you can follow me there. You know, that's a thing. Um, if you want to see more of me, um, make sure you follow me on TikTok at dphil, D-P-H-I-L-E. On Twitter at wordes, W-O-R-D-E-S. And on on Instagram at Vinephilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. So yeah, I will talk to you guys later. I love you, babes. Mwah.